Let the universe hear what you want this year so you can have it. Welcome to the Create Your Best Year podcast with your hosts, Clara Angelina Diaz Anderson. In this podcast, we help you to find and receive what you want this year, give you tips, stories, and interviews of what others are doing to create their best year. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Welcome, Laura. I'm so excited to have Laura Pichardo with me today. She is a fellow Dominican and she is a coach. And I get so (laughs) excited. Every time I meet another Dominican person, I'm excited. But then when she's a coach, like, oh my God. (laughs) Laura, how are you? Thank you for being on the podcast. I'm good. I'm good. I love your energy. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited to also connect with another, you know, Dominican and a coach that's in my world. It's it's super exciting. Um, but I'm doing great. Thank you. Wonderful. I'm so happy to have you here. Laura, I, remind me, are you in New York? Uh, you can say that. I'm in Jersey City, you know, just five minutes, and then I'm at the Hudson River, so I'm pretty much in New York City. You're pretty much in New York. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm sure New Yorkers would be like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) But to the rest of the world, you know, this podcast reaches the... Um, the ends of the world. I mean, it's it's everywhere and I love it. And I'm so thankful for our listeners from all over the world. Uh, I am in Massachusetts in the United States and then Laura's in New York, which is about four hours or so Mm -hmm. from where I am. Um, But Laura, tell us a little bit about you and what do you do and who are you in the world? (laughs) Who are you in the world? That's such a loaded question. Um, so I am a coach, as you've mentioned, um, I've been, I've, I like to call myself a transformational coach. So I started out, um, you know, doing life coaching, doing health coaching, doing career coaching, but something that I realized is that within life, health, career, you're going to, you're going through transitions in all of it. And I like to focus on more than just surface level issues. I'd like to talk about the deep belief system that you have, where are your habits coming from? And that's creating true transformation from within. So I like to call myself a transformational coach. That is what I specialize. You know, I've been certified in all of these areas, but I like to coach people that are going through any sort of change in their life. You know, I don't like to pinpoint it because I feel like saying that I'm just going to help you in your health is kind of doing you a disservice because there's so much more than that. So um, I've been working in this space for now a little over a year and a half. It's been such a roller coaster. It's been such an amazing experience meeting so many different people, so many different coaches. And, you know, like every coach has said, and I think you even said this to me when we first met, you know, I may, I may just be coaching for a little over a year and a half, but I've been doing this really my whole life. You know, it's, yeah. it's been, it's been something where people naturally always came to me and talked to me and I never understood why. And now it's kind of, you know, I had that enlightening moment where I'm like, this is, this is what I should be doing 
in my life. This is what mm. truly brings me passion. This is what I can feel exhausted, but also feel invigorated at the same time. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm doing. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. And I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what else comes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited that um, more and more women who look like us are doing this work because, you know, and I love the fact that you're calling yourself a transformational coach because, you know, I, while we can specialize in different areas, there is, everything is interconnected. Yes. Everything, your health, to your money, to every, you know, to your profession, to your spirituality, everything. Um, and so I am really excited that you, I don't, I don't think you were calling yourself a transformational coach a year ago. So that tells me that you've been doing some growing and (laughs) some soul searching and, um, and I'm pretty sure having some really positive, um, effects in people's lives. So that's amazing. Um, Tell me about how did you come to this work of being a coach? Like here you are being Laura in the world, (laughs) like coaching people without even knowing that you're coaching them. And then how did this come to be like, oh my God, I could actually like make a profession out of this. So I'm going to give the short version because I feel like the long version can, can be an hour. Um, I really, I had someone mention it to me. You know, I was coaching someone else without realizing that I was doing it. And he was listening in and he told me, he's like, you know, you should be a life coach. And I was like, what? I I think I heard of it, but I didn't really know what it was. And I looked it up. And I, and I like saw all, you know, what it is that they do. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is what I should be doing. This is everything that I've always wanted to do. Um, I like to tell people my aha moment of, I love to help people was when I was in elementary school, probably in like the third grade and my role model was Arnold from Hey Arnold, because Mm. everyone would go to Arnold for for advice He was the one always guiding people. And I was like, I want to be that because I already had people in the third grade asking me for advice. And I wanted to, you know, become a school counselor. I wanted to go into uh, being a therapist or something and, you know, life the way that it works. uh, I ended up going down a different path, but I actually am very grateful that I went down a different path because all of that life experience I'm able to bring into my coaching today. So a few years ago, I think right before the pandemic hit, um, that's when I had that person tell me that I should be a life coach. And I'm someone who on my deathbed, I don't want to regret anything. And it felt so aligned and right. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So I just poured my heart into it. And I just quit everything, put everything aside. And I just focused on this. And now I have like, I don't know, like four certificates. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I got very immersed in the culture and now I'm doing it. You wanted to get all the education, which is wonderful. And we love that. I mean, I specifically love that because there's so many people out there calling themselves coaches who've never even taken a coaching one-on-one. 
yeah, um, yeah. Type of course. And so um, that's exciting. Um, how did you evolve? So, so someone was, someone was like, oh my God, Laura, you should be a coach. I've heard this so many times. You should be a coach. And like, many of us are like, huh, well, yeah, that sounds nice. But you were like, no, wait a minute. Like, this is a thing, yeah. uh, which is very similar to my story, Laura, because my entire life, I've always been telling people or attempting to tell people what to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> coaching is not that, yeah, um, but it is the that idea around like really wanting to help people and wanting to um, help people not suffer, um, mm-hmm. but to live joyously and for us to all get along. So um, that's amazing. I would love to know kind of when somebody comes to you, you know, now that you're, you've been doing this for a year and now you're like, I'm a transformation coach. Like, what does it look like to work with you? What are like kind of some of the first steps or some of the same first questions that you ask people to really get them to start that transformation journey? So you hit one point on the nose, on the nose that we as coaches, we don't tell people what to do. We ask you the right questions at the right time to get you questioning your own beliefs. And that's what I feel like is the specialty and the magic in coaching because we're never pushing our narrative on, uh, on, a, on a client. And one of my the programs that I went through, something that I love that they say is that everyone has their own individual map. And your map is your whole entire life, all of your beliefs, everything from when you were born to today. And who are you to start scratching things out and making changes through their map? You can't do that. That's going to create shock. And so in the beginning stages, when I'm working with a client, I'm really understanding their why. And I want them to understand their why. Like, why do you want coaching? Why do you want this change? What is the real reason that you're going through this challenge, whatever it is? And so an example that I like to give is, let's say you come to me because you want to um, find a health coach, you want to lose weight, your goal is to get into a bikini. Why do you want to get into that bikini? Uh, You know, because I want to feel confident, I want to look good. Okay, well, why do you want to feel confident and look good? Because, you know, I've always struggled with my confidence and I want to fit in. Okay, well, why is that something you've always struggled with? Well, when I was really little, you know, I was the, the maybe the only person of color or the tallest person out of my class. And I always felt like I didn't stick in. So that's, that's the real reason. So you mm. are looking to fit into this bikini because you felt like you never belonged among your friends, among your family, among your peers, you always had something that made you feel different. And so you doing this diet, this crash diet right now is to fill in that void that you've had since you were a child, you've always felt like you were different. Now, if you are having that be your motivation, that I'm doing this because I want to feel like I belong versus I'm doing this because I want to lose 30 pounds. What do you think is really going to motivate you? What's What do you think is really going to keep you on this like journey of four months or, you know, 30 days, whatever your 
your program lasts. You know, people, they start these New Year's resolutions or these goals, and then they drop them because they're not connected to their why. And so that's how our very first session will look like is really Mm -hmm. connecting to our why, connecting to what is motivating us to do this. And maybe you will lose those 30 pounds, but we're going to be focusing on how do we make you feel like you belong? How do we let go of that belief of being different is a bad thing. Right. So that's mm-hmm. how the beginning, it's it's already deep from the, from it's the beginning. Already deep. <laughs> it's already, it's already <laughs> deep. And I know our listeners are going to be like, wait a minute, why do I want what I want again? I got to go down like five layers. You just went down like five layers. Like, wait, why do I, I want that because of this? Why do I want that? Because of, why do I want? Okay. Okay. And then we get to the belonging. So Laura, when I first started coaching, the thing people used to come to me for was money. Yeah. I want to make more money. I want to make more money. I want to make more There's money. There's so many belief things in money. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. And I, and, and, and that was, you know, and I, I, for some reason I attracted people that wanted to work with money. It wasn't that I used to put that out there for some, I, I would just attract it. And I think it was because right before I got my coaching certification, I was a financial counselor and wow. somehow I just attracted these people and it was, it, it just dawned on me. Like, I remember one day saying, why is it that people come to me for money? But we never end up working on the money thing. It's always something <laughs> much deeper, yeah. yeah, you know, and then it manifests in money It manifests in weight gain and manifests in different things. Um, so everything yeah. you're saying to me is, um, is really bringing me back to my first days of when I start, first started to realize that I needed to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you got it down. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's already deep because while the, the thing too is, I don't know if you, you know, you, if you ever try to coach yourself, like I do, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, why do I want this? <laughs> and you stop at like question two and you're like, all right, I, I got this. Let's go. <laughs> but when you're working with a coach, it's like, yeah. no, the person's not going to let you leave yeah. the table until you get to that like fifth level. Yeah. Um, I always tell a coach when I'm, I'm like, when you make me feel uncomfortable and like, I don't like this, I know we're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're past the comfort zone and into creation. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So, um, and and then now I'm intrigued. Like, how do you help somebody feel like they belong? Yeah, it's, um, it's not easy work. It really depends on, um, how thick those walls are to bring them down. You know, um, I have two two programs, you know, one is two months, another one is four months. And typically the one that is in four months, they're the one who has a lot of that deep inner work that's going to take some time. And I find that they end up having to renew again, because it's kind of like we're having a whole other conversation once we get to the end of those four months, those four months. You know, like I don't, I don't have an issue building rapport with clients, you know, clients feel pretty comfortable speaking to me and opening up right away, but it's getting the, com- uh, being comfortable with yourself and going mm-hmm. to those places. And sometimes that can take 
it can take some work, you know, like I've had to restructure my program from going meeting weekly to now meeting biweekly because I'm realizing that it takes some time for these clients to digest everything, yeah. you know? So it's really just, I go at their pace. I meet them where they are. I'm going to constantly challenge their mindset, stretch them out of their comfort zone. But I understand that for you to get from A to Z may take you a year and it may take some others two months. Mm -hmm. So all that matters, and this is something I constantly have to remind everyone, is as long as you're seeing 1% change with every session, you're doing amazing. You're doing a great job. Because it's you're 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 allowing yourself to move forward. I'm so glad that you brought that up, Laura. You know, for those who are listening and wondering, like, oh, how does coaching work? You know, and and um, at the beginning of my career, I remember a lot of people saying, like, okay, you know, like, I just want like one session. Like, I just need one session to talk <laughs> to you and to get the word I used to hear like, is get my head trash out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. It's yeah. Not- no, no, no. And I, and I would start with like, you know, a couple of months, but now I, I don't work with people unless it's a minimum of six months to a year because change takes time. Yeah. Change yeah. takes time. Oh my goodness. So um, you're like, it all depends on, on the layers, but like. Yeah. And I don't like to be specific with, mm-hmm. with anyone. And it's hard because I'm even one of those people you know, when I'm going to sign up with someone, I'm like, I need to know exactly how things are working. Yeah. What's the and journey? <laughs> exactly. And, and going through this own coaching, mm-hmm. you know, process, because I'm getting my certificates, I'm learning things, but as we're learning things, we're also going through this process ourselves. I can't coach you on something I haven't gone through my, on my own. And so I know that I'm, let me reword that. Mm-hmm. I can coach you on something I haven't gone through, but I'm coaching you on a process, a process that I've gone through, meaning mm-hmm. I'm questioning the why underneath the why. Maybe what you're going through is not the same thing that I'm going through, but the process that I'm taking you through, I've gone through it. I understand how it can look like. I understand what are the questions. And so what I'm going through, it's going to take me, I mean, sorry, what I may go through may not take me as long as it may take you. So I can't tell you, oh, this is, you're going to be living your best life in the next yeah. two, three months. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not on your map. And so I need to respect your map. I need to respect your journey. I need to allow you to take, you know, however long it may take you to get there. And so it's just kind of uh, learning how to let go of the reels. Is that what it is? let go of the, let go of the steering wheel and just let it go. I don't know. I don't think that's the same, but you know what I'm saying? Let go of the, I know what you mean. You're like, you can't guarantee like any, you can't guarantee like specific outcomes because you don't know where this is going to lead. But what you can guarantee is there will be change. Mm -hmm. There will be greater sense of awareness. There will be um transformation um, yes on some level yes and I'm gonna help them get there where they want to be but I can't guarantee you on how that process is gonna look like it's mm. essentially what I'm what I'm trying to say 
So mm -hmm. everyone's journey looks different. So I can give you examples of this person and that person, but you may look different. Mm. So how does that work? Like with, there's almost like a sense of ambiguity there of like uncertainty. How do, how do, like, how do you navigate that with, with people when they like, they just want to know, like, okay, all right, tell me what it's like step one, A, A to Z, like, what's it going to look like? What are the, sometimes I want to know that, but like, so how do you, how do you navigate that? Well, I tell everybody what the process is in my program, right? So there are four phases. We go the, through the first phase, which is what I explained and uncovering what your motivation is. I like to call that your MOFA, right? Your motivating factor. And so that's the first phase. The next phase, we're diving into your habit loops. What are some habits that you have and where are they coming from? And how do we start to recognize maybe that signal that you can see, oh, sabotage is, is starting right now. And how do we break that? Then after that, we're diving into your beliefs. And that's where we really get into, you know, what is the belief system that you created when you were five years old, that's now manifesting into your reality right now. And then once we do that, then we're now creating this environment that you're used to this new normal, right? And that's why I say people will renew after four months because your reality right now is a different reality than where you were four months ago. You're a whole new transitioned you within four months. The things that you're questioning, the things that you're struggling with, they look different. You may now have more questions, right? And the, a lot of my clients, they end up getting the results that they want because like I said, you know, you're looking to fit into that bikini. Cool. In four months, maybe you're fitting into that bikini, but now in four months, you're now realizing other things that you didn't realize. And now that becomes more of your focus and more important to you rather than fitting into that bikini because now you understand the true meaning behind that habit or that challenge that you had. And so... Those are my phases, it's in four months, but someone may take four months just to get to beliefs. Mm -hmm. They may not get to the point where we're talking about the new normal because they may need to do certain exercises to dive in deeper into their beliefs over and over. I know for me, I realized that I struggled with uh, fear for, of success, which is nuts. Because anyone who knows me knows that I'm such a hard worker. Mm -hmm. I'm always wanting to like, you know, get the best role or make as much money as I can. But I realized that there's a whole other level of success that I could be at, but I was too scared to reach it. And it wasn't until I went through that process that I realized that, but I'm, I'm someone who takes a long time. It took me a long time to get to that point of acceptance to work through it. And that's why I'm so patient with others. And I don't want people to rush it because you don't want to miss or overlook certain things because you're doing yourself a disservice. Well, congratulations to you, sister, for realizing that you had fear of success. <laughs> it's like, I mean... It sounds ludicrous, right? To to people who haven't done um, self awareness work and um, 
the get or who have gotten on the get to know thyself train that you could possibly have that because you know as a former um fear of success person the, the that it's it's crazy yeah how you can self sabotage yourself mm-hmm. to keep your to i mean i'm going to speak for myself it's crazy how i used to self sabotage to keep myself comfortable mm-hmm. because although success is kind of like what i was telling myself that i was aiming for it is a very uncomfortable place to yeah. be because it's yeah. different because it requires more of you it requires change i mean there's so many reasons um so congrats to you for realizing that cuz now you can heal it and you can shine <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you and that's and that's kind of like where uh I guess the example of what I was saying that I can't help you get through something if I haven't been through it myself maybe you're not struggling with the fear of success but maybe you have this belief system that's really holding you back from getting to where you want to be mm-hmm. and so that's a process that I've seen that's a process that I've gone through and I can empathize and I can really take my time and be patient with you to get there mm, that's beautiful that's beautiful. Uh, Laura, I'm interested in like hearing about, because I'd love to hear, you know, the nitty gritty of how the life of a coach looks like from day to day. <laughs> <laughs> because people really fantasize about the way I lead my life. You know, they're like, she is a coach. So when she wakes up, you know, she's, she's going to meditate and then she's going to go have like a smoothie, a green smoothie. And then, you know, she's going to like, like read from a positive book. Like people have these ideas of how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, you know, and I, and I like to say my life is my message and I, and I, I lead what, you know, what is a very satisfying life to me. Yeah. Um, but is, is I'm just a person. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, how does like how what like what does like your like everyday look like your self care like what are some things that are like oh I have to do this in order for me to like be at the level to be able to give yeah yeah so uh, I want to say it's it's really transitioned uh, within like the past year and a half two years you know when I first started this out my only focus was coaching. I, I didn't have any other, you know, side hustles or side jobs. And, um, I found myself in the beginning trying to live that life of meditating every single morning and reading and having green smoothies and all of that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. When I meditate, it's amazing. When I read a a great book, it's amazing. But what I love to do that brings me the same joy as meditation is like losing myself in a puzzle. Like that's something that does the same thing for me. Um, but these days I'm, I'm very, very, very busy. You know, I, I have uh, another job where I'm working nine to five. I'm very fortunate that in this job, they allow me to use my coaching skills in it. Um, you know, I work in operations, so they're very curious and what are the different transformational skills that you've learned that we can bring into this company. Um, and then after that, it's a lot of marketing and, uh, coaching. And I try to, I, I need to have moments by myself 
for me to recharge because I feel like I'm constantly giving, 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 and it can be very draining. So I spend uh, as much as I can because, you know, I, I have a partner as well. I spend as much time as I can just by myself, either at least listening to music or just watching TV or doing a puzzle um, or taking a walk. Um, but really it's working uh, from 8.30 to five and then taking an hour to like recharge and jumping on a coaching call and then I'm done at 10 o'clock. And then days that I'm not coaching, I'm you know looking to put together additional resources that I can give my clients, um, connecting or networking with other people so I can build my network. Um, and marketing, I'm not the greatest at social media. That is one thing where um, I try to find that happy medium where a lot of people say you have to constantly be posting, 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 but I'm someone who likes to be in the real world. I don't see anything wrong with social media, but I find so much joy in connecting with people in person. And that's where I try to spend most of my energy, but I still try to connect with people virtually because it is important. So I try to keep all different avenues open, um, but it's a, it's a lot of work. It's pretty much every single day of the week I am working and I try to be intentional with putting time aside and not thinking about coaching. Um, mm -hmm. And it's very important. I feel like that you do that because then you can lose yourself and I mean, you're yeah. super tired and you can't help. Yeah. I mean, I, that's awesome that you have a job that allows you to use your coaching skills. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm glad that you brought that up because many people think that, well, you know, when you become a coach is just, you can either, I mean, there's two, two school of thoughts. Like you can become a coach and start your own coaching practice. Mm -hmm. You can go work for another, a company that offers coaching, or you can use the coaching skill in order to enhance the work that you are already doing within an organization. Can I actually um, tell you that one of the reasons I got hired was because they knew that I was a coach and I had gone through that training and they actually thought that I would be an added, uh, asset to the company and bringing a different way of thinking. So, and that was very exciting. I was like, oh my God, I want to work with you guys. The fact that you value coaching like that, it just shows where, where you are and, and the culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Um, which, which is great for people to hear too, because when you're thinking about becoming a coach, it's not just about like, boom, you're going to open your own business, but you could also just like, I mean, I, I think coaching is an um, an amazing leadership skill to have. Um, and so if you can gain that skill and elevate yourself right where you are, that's amazing. That's so yeah. great that you were able to do that. And thank you for sharing that transparency with us because yes, it, it is some of us working eight o'clock to five, taking a little break, working after hours. And that does not sound very glamorous to people, <laughs> but it is what it is. And what that is what is required at the beginning when you're building a business, if you don't have the, um, you know, the capital to be able to just pause everything um, and just grow your business, you have to also have a job, you know, and I, I had a job for many years um, in addition to growing my coaching and my schedule looked very similar to yours where I was like, <laughs> 
Yeah, let's have coaching. You know, I'd be coaching people at like 8.30 at night, nine o'clock, because that's the time when they were available yeah. um, and doing all the things and wearing all the hats until I was finally able to um, transition. But it took a lot of years for me to do that. Um, and so it, really shows, sure. it really shows the passion that, you know, people like yourself have in this world because, you know, you were hustling for many, many years and it's something that you have to really love to have that energy to want to continue going. Yeah. And that's what I tell myself every single day. I'm like, I know you're exhausted, but when you get off of a really good coaching call, it's just, I, it, you know, like I can't even explain it. It's yeah, the there's no words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no words for those for those of us who love helping people and have this amazing privilege and honor to support people in their growth and then you you start to see them I mean I think for me the biggest thing Laura is to see my clients achieve things that I believe I cannot do for myself wow, wow. that's those are the things that I'm like oh my god Wow. You wow. did that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't say it to them like, oh, I don't believe I can do that. I don't say that to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It goes to show that it's like all about mindset, right? And that's where Ooh. that's where your expertise comes. Like mm -hmm. you're just like questioning and challenging the mindset and anything is capable in this world. You can do whatever mm -hmm. you want. If you're not there yet, it's, you know, maybe it's just a mindset. Switched. I believe <laughs> I believe in the in the you know and I, I I'm not you know a lot of my clients listen to this so just know that I'm proud of y'all um <laughs> but so yeah sometimes I see my clients achieving things I mean and, and usually what I don't know if this happens to you Laura but like with my clients I will have um they'll come and like set a goal right mm -hmm. and then I'm always aiming to like what happens to surpass that goal? What happens after the goal is already achieved? Like, let's aim for that so that we can then land, you know, like make sure we have our feet planted on where you said, um, but just, they, they usually surpass their goals and yeah. yeah, it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's such a privilege and it's so exciting. Um, yeah. So for those of you listening to this, you know, you need help. If you feel like you need help achieving your goals, especially those of you that are looking for diverse voices and experiences, or those of you that are looking for people who look like you, um, get a coach. Laura's available. And we will have all her information on the show notes. But now um, you've, you've given us such a nice, um, picture of what it looks like to work with you kind of like what does her life look like on the daily you know she has a job too um so she's you know you're you're working through things and you're building your business um but this specific this year Laura like what um in the the spirit of this this show being called create your best year I'm wondering what does that mean for you and what are you doing to create your best year so when I saw you uh, share that question with me, I was like, oh, that's a really good question. What is creating my best year? And I feel like it's a lot of what I shared today. You know, I'm someone who 
I just, I can't live by other people's rules. You know, I don't want to be 80, 90. I mean, Hey, maybe I'll reach a hundred. I don't know, but I don't want to be that age and wish that I would have done something or wish that I would have said something. And I'm not going to lie. There are times where I've said something and I'm like, Oh, you probably shouldn't have said that. Mm. But I, I would have been kicking myself if I didn't say that. So living my best year is being genuine to who I am, doing what I want to do, saying what I want to say. You know, there are many, many levels that we are capable of and we don't even know that if we don't try. I don't want to dream about something. I want to make that a reality. I want to live every single day with purpose of having my dreams be a reality. And, you know, I have, I I don't know if this is something you can, like, if this is just voice podcast or if people are watching us. No, this will be just voice. Oh, okay. Okay. So behind me, um, I have my vision board and, you know, some of them are really, really, really hard and I, I may not get them this year, but some of them are things that I've already accomplished. And I guess living my best best year, right? Best year. Creating your best year. Creating my best year is just doing what I want to do. It sounds selfish. It sounds selfish, but I tell everybody you can't be there for someone a hundred percent if you don't feel like you're in the best place, because then you're not going to be giving, giving from a good place. And because I'm constantly giving, 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 I need to feel good myself and that's doing the things that genuinely bring me joy and speaking my truth. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I, I love what you said about um, the minute you said being there for someone else, I immediately thought of, you know, the phrase being there for myself and it sounds super simple. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, but it's so powerful to really be there for yourself the way that you are there for others. Yeah. It's, um, it's really important because there goes your joy, there goes your integrity, there goes your ability to give. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's huge. Um, that's something that I see. Yeah. I see that being a consistent with a lot of the clients that I work with and they don't realize how much they're giving all the time. And if you just take some of that and give to yourself first, you'll realize how much more of a support you'll be for others. True. So I'm a huge believer on that. And that is why creating my best year is just doing what brings me joy. Because if I follow my gut, if I do what brings me joy, I mean, I know I'm going to be able to live the life that I want. And the life that I really want is just to be coaching full time, traveling around the world, because I love to travel brings me joy. Um, And yeah, that's, that's what I'm striving for. Beautiful. Well, Laura, Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for your light and everything that you do to be an amazing example 
And thank you for um, following your joy because then that allows us and gives us permission to do the same. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It really was an honor. Thank you, Laura. Okay, friends, thank you so much for being with us. To learn how you can create your best year, get the book, take the course, and learn more, visit clarifying.com. That's C-L-A-R-A-F-Y-I-N-G.com. And remember, let the universe hear what you want this year.